You're listening to the Alex B. Podcast. Connect with the podcast on social media, Facebook, Instagram, and Twitter. The username, all one word, the Alex B. Podcast. Hello and welcome to the Alex B. Podcast. You know, eventually I need to do like an intro uh, because my guys across the uh, across the river there, the St. Louis Chat Show Podcast, they have an intro. So I need to get an intro. I need like some kind of musical interlude and like a Bill Ramika voiceover. And I know Bill has sent me some stuff before, but I lost it. So Bill Ramika, if you're listening or anybody that knows Bill Ramika, tell him to get at me. I need like an intro. And now broadcasting from the Metro St. Louis area, please welcome Alex B. and the Alex B. Podcast. You know what I mean. Something like that. Anyway, I uh, know I'm not short. I'm not, uh, I should say late on talking about the Super Bowl. I figured enough people were talking shit on Monday, and now it's Wednesday morning. So I figured, okay, everybody got their opinions out. I'm going to talk about the halftime. I'm going to call hashing out halftime on some of my opinions, and only because, you know, obviously I've been a DJ for like ever, and I've got some insight and questions that I pose and some statements I want to make for those of you that are still either bitching or confused or whatever, because, you know, everybody's going to have an opinion. You're not going to make everybody happy, whether you're in the NHL, the NFL, MLB. There's always going to be one segment of the audience pissed off. That's just the way it is, no matter what the fuck you do. You have one part of the country that wants to see, you know, fucking Aerosmith and Kiss and Metallica. You have another, another half that wants to see Kendrick Lamar, maybe even fucking Cardi B at this point. I don't know. But we're going to talk about that in a minute. First, I'm going to do my cruise the news, and then we'll get into uh, we'll get into the hashing out halftime. All right. St. Louis woman admits to stealing money for charity to buy a house. Now, listen to this shit. Talk about like how many people have done this? Because I know I've done that in my younger years. You know, you write a check, you know, you don't have the money, but you flip plop money around. Anyway, she worked for uh, what does she work for? She worked for. Uh, uh, an organization called Call for Help in East St. Louis. Okay, she's 40 years old. She pled guilty on February 10th to theft from an organization receiving federal funds and aggravated identity theft. Now, check this out. So, this is the lie she told people, which is bullshit. We all know kind of what she was doing here. Uh, court document says that she fraudulently obtained a, cashier, a cashier's check from Call for Help in East St. Louis in the amount of basically 70 grand it used the money to make a down payment on a home she was purchasing so she worked in the human relations department yeah that's really a way to relate man rip your fucking company off so she said she needed to give a cashier's check to the title company Uh, she said she couldn't get one from her bank because it was closed i don't know i'm not buying what she's selling i know you're not either so in exchange for the cashier's check she gave call for help a personal check for seventy thousand dollars and the check bounced no shit Ain't nobody walking around 70K in their fucking checking account. Uh, Two other checks she provided in the coming months bounced as well. So basically, would they have have basically ratted her out if the checks would have cleared? That's that's my question. Okay, she she took 70 70 grand from the company. She flip-flopped money allegedly from her checking account. The checks bounced. Would they have let her off the hook or just fired her if her checks would have cleared? So she's getting sentenced. I don't know what she's going to get, but... Again, be you or I, fuck. Who knows? Um, everybody knows that Nick Cannon has been popping out kids like crazy, right? We all know this. He's made no he's made no secret about it. He's got like eight kids, four baby mamas. He's got two kids by Mariah. They're saying, first of all, I didn't really, never thought the dude can sing. The only thing I knew by Nick Cannon, he had that song Gigolo out with uh, R. Kelly a couple years ago. I'm a gigolo. You know, that's, I can't sing. But now he's saying that he wants Mariah Carey back on a song that he released uh, on Valentine's Day. And the song is called Alone. Quote, this is for anybody who else is hashtag alone on Valentine's Day. I had to come raw from the heart on this one. Oh, you've been coming raw for like fucking every, every time you get a chicken a sack, obviously. 
pun intended. Uh, I had to come raw from the heart on this one. He captioned the post, introducing the track on Instagram, adding the hashtags, hashtag broken, hashtag shattered, hashtag toxic, uh, hashtag R raw and B, and then hashtag alone. Um, yeah. <laughs> oh boy. So I don't know. He's saying he wants Mariah back. Uh, they were married for six years. They split up in 2014. They have two sons, but he's also got six more children. He's got eight kids total. So he's got eight kids by four baby mamas, but he misses Mariah. Up, dude. Mm. Something tells me there would be even more of a deeper prenup if she did get back with him and remarried or whatever than there was the first time. So that is, that is fucking crazy. All right. Two more things before we get into hashing out, hashing out halftime. This is interesting because there's no follow-up on this article, really. A 13-year-old boy is in a hospital after he was shot Sunday in downtown St. Louis. St. Louis police said the shooting happened just before noon. Now, this is noon on a Sunday. People should be going to church. People should be getting together and getting ready to plan for the fucking Super Bowl. And there's a 13-year-old kid getting shot uh, at 1100 block of Washington Avenue downtown. Uh, The boy told police he left the Shell gas station and was walking south on Tucker Boulevard. When he turned down to Washington Avenue and saw three men, one of them pulled out a gun and shot him. And you ready for this? And he returned fire. <laughs> so these three goons try to roll up on him. They shot him, and then he returned fire. What is a 13-year-old going? So we, there's still, we want to know the second part of the story. Uh, the boy was struck in the leg, and the suspects ran away. He was taken to the hospital where he was listed in um, kind of like, you know, semi-stable condition or whatever. But he returned fire. 13 years old, man. And he returned fire. There's a lot of unanswered questions. I hope there's a follow-up story uh, to this. This was on five on your side via St. Louis. I got to figure this out because something something doesn't make any sense there. Uh, These names are illegal to name your child. Uh, This this story popped up. Check the law in your state, but you cannot name your kid the following names. And I looked at this was, um, I want to say this is via KSDK, I think, in St. Louis. You cannot name your kid Jesus Christ, Harry three, Nutella, Nellies with a plural, Chloe with a C, Finn with an exclamation mark, King, Queen, or just simply three, Santa Claus, Majesty, Adolf Hitler, Messiah, and 1069. These supposedly names are illegal to name your child. I don't know how true this is. Uh, The guidelines and laws vary from state to state. Check with your state before you decide to name your kid any of those. And if you do, I am mad at you. We're hashing out halftime next on the Alex B Podcast. Yeah. All the homies that I ain't talked to in a while. I'ma send this one out for y'all. Know what I mean? Cause I ain't mad at you. Heard y'all tearing up shit out there. Kicking up dust. Giving a motherfucker. <laughs> yeah, niggas. I ain't mad at you. Now we was once two niggas of the same kind. Quick to holler at a hoochie with the same line. You was just a little smaller, but you still roll. Got stressed to Y.A. and hit the hood swole. Remember when you had a Jerry Curl? Didn't quite learn. On the block with your Glock, tripping off Sherm. Collect calls to the tilt, saying how you changed. Oh, you a Muslim now. No more dope game. Heard you might be coming home, just got bailed. Monster wanna chase tail And since I lost my little homie, he's a change man Hit the pen and now no sending is the game plan When I talk about money, all you see is the struggle When I take 
laces on the wetting. I hope you're right, no, she got a player for life, and that's no bullshitting. I know we grew apart, you probably don't remember. I used to think for your sister, but never went a bender. And not to see us after school, we bomb on the first motherfucker with the wrong shit on. Now the whole shit's changed, and we don't even kick it. Got a big money scheme, and you ain't even with it. <laughs> Knew in my heart you was the same motherfucker bad. Go toe to toe when it's time for woe, you got a promise back. And I can't even trip, cause I'm just laughing at you. You trying hard to maintain, then go ahead, cause I ain't mad at you. regular version of that song that had all the N words and the bad words in it only because a lot of people, maybe not a lot, but I'm sure a lot of people didn't know the song that Dre was playing on the piano. This, I mean, I don't even know where to start. I'm going to start with this just because I'm a bigger guy. Okay. I'm not slim by any, any, any stretch, but 50 cent was getting clowned so bad. I'm not going to clown him because I know what it's like to get, to get weight shamed and people like making slight, any of those people that were talking shit about 50, you wouldn't say it to his face, obviously. 
But everybody in the club came out like 20 years ago. Came out 2003. Nobody looks that. Nobody looks the same back. Drake put on some. You know, it just amazes me. Do you think you could pull yourself up the way he did to hang upside down and start start a song and come back down without mixing a beat? He's still jacked. But all these people that were like weight shaming him and everything, man, come on. That's the problem that we have in this fucking country because everybody expects us to live like in a template of how the perfect body should be, how the perfect male should be, how the perfect female should be. This is the fucking problem that we live in. And you guys wonder why kids, when they get goofed on, young growing up and stuff, shit like this happens. And I'm not saying that it's related, but come on, man. He's still rich. He's still got, he's still got money. He's producing some TV shows. He's really doing some legit stuff uh, in the industry. But everybody wants to clown him because he put on some weight. Come on, man. Let, let me, let's be serious, man. Let's just stop. I'm not saying like be nice and everybody's allowed to their opinion, to their criticisms, to whatever. I get that. But man, give, cut the guy some fucking slack. What did you look like 19 years ago versus now? Everybody, everybody looks different. I don't care unless you've had work. To, it, just, just stop it. There's nothing more fucking aggravating. Or when somebody says, like, when, when I'm out with somebody, and I was like, man, you know, that guy's huge. And I'm actually bigger than that person. <laughs> and they'll make a comment about somebody they see. And I'm like, well, if you think that guy's huge, what the fuck are you thinking about me? It's just, it's just got to stop, man. Weight shaming is just, it's, it really aggravates the fuck out of me. It's really not a motivator for people. So, again, most of you people that were clowning 50 with the memes and all the stuff on TikTok, none of you motherfuckers would say it to his face. Just stop. That's all I got to say. Couple things. Regardless of when Eminem allegedly took a kneel, it was during a musical performance. It was not during the national anthem. I don't see what the fucking big deal is. The media, every media outlet was blown to think, oh, you took a knee during a performance. Could he have been kneeling down to pay homage to Tupac since, since they played the beginning chords of I Am Mad At You? Everybody made such a big fucking deal out of it. And oh my God, Snoop smoked a joint before he went on stage. Everybody knows fucking Snoop smokes weed. How are we shocked by this? It's funny because when Snoop's doing funny shit with Marsha Stewart, all the white people, everybody love him. Ooh, Snoop, he's so funny. He's so goofy. But then something like this, everybody wants to draw attention to it, man. It's just, it's old. It's fucking old, man. Eminem's been sober for like a long time now. Mary J. Blige just, you know, has been sober. And the only thing we want to call out is like, well, he knelt down. He knelt down on a stage behind Dr. Dre playing a fucking piano. Anybody that thinks that's any other message besides just doing what he wants to do is bullshit. If he was down in the field doing that during the national anthem or some bullshit like that, okay, we would be having a different conversation. But it's not it's not even newsworthy. It's not even worth fucking mentioning. Because he could have been taking taking a knee for he could have been kneeling down to pay homage to Dr. Dre. You know, he wasn't that's the thing is, man. I just every media outlet was jumping on this, man. And I'm just like, you know, fuck that. You know, the artists never get paid for Super Bowl, but Dre put it up like seven or eleven million dollars of his own money to make the production go off. You tell me what artist has done that, ladies and gentlemen. You think Aerosmith's done that shit? You think Gaga's done that shit? You think Prince did that shit? Prince is tight with money. Like Dre put up his own money to to enhance the production or whatever, and never got paid. I want to say seven million or I don't know. It was over five million. I know that of his own money because he wanted the production to go off smooth. Please, please tell me another Super Bowl artist, a classic rock dinosaur, or a fucking pop artist or whatever that's put up their own money to make the production that much better. Because you can't name one because it hasn't happened. It just now happened with Dre this year. 
at the Super Bowl. Man, let him do his thing. They changed the lyrics out. You didn't have to bleep nothing out. They did rearrange some of their lyrics. Anybody that knows the songs, they know that they did. 50 still did in the club, in the club decent or whatever. Everybody was just like clown, man. It was just, it was just getting annoying. Of all the different, I mean, some of the memes were funny. I'm not going to lie, I laughed. But it's like these people are just going in on them. So you guys are all fucking fitness gurus now. You're all health club experts. You're all fucking workout exercisers. Like you're, you're rocking the same body and stuff you did fucking 20 years ago. Doubtful. So that's my hashing out the, hashing out the, hashing out the Super Bowl, hashing out halftime. Now, what's really interesting to me is anybody that follows music history. So Snoop bought Death Row, Death Row Records. Obviously, uh, this investment firm bought it when Suge Knight went to jail, et cetera, et cetera. And Snoop, perfect timing, bought it right before the Super Bowl performance that week. And he had his big death row chain on that he used to wear back in the day, just like Pac did, just like Dre did. Now, here's my here's my question. Now that Suge's not going to get out of jail anytime soon, okay? So I know there's bad blood between Suge and Dre. Suge ain't getting out. He's not getting any money out of this. So is Dre going to continue with the Aftermath label? Or is he going to team up with Snoop? Because, you know, Dre was a big driving force at Death Row Records, as was Snoop, as was Pac. So does that mean that Dre's going to maybe collaborate with Snoop on some Death Row stuff? Or maybe some of the tapes and stuff that, he, that that's never been released. I don't know. That's really interesting. Because you would think Dre, who's made a ton of money off the Beats headphones, and he's, who's, who's one hell of a businessman, teaming up with Jimmy Iovine, who's made a lot of people's career happen, and Snoop buys Death Row, Death Row Records. So it would be really interesting to see. I would love to see a collaboration. You know, I would like to see them get together and maybe do some revival of some of the stuff that we grew up on that we love. I don't know. It would be really interesting to see. But... You know, they were both driving forces on Death Row Records back in the day, as was Pac. And now Snoop owns the label. So who knows what's going to happen? Is he going to hire Dre? Is Eminem? You know, Eminem's got his, his shady records after him. What are they going to do? Are they on Interscope? Because if they're on Interscope, they're all connected anyway. So, you know, they're connected because I think Interscope also distributes um, Aftermath and shady records. So I don't know. It'll be really interesting to see. I would love to see a collaboration Maybe, you know, bring up some of the, the old guys like Corrupt and, and, you know, Dog Pound and some of those other guys that we haven't heard from in a gazillion years and maybe release some music, some updated 2022 versions of songs and anthems that we love. I'm going to keep my eye on that. And I know there was rumors that the pop hologram was going to happen. I was kind of hoping it did, but it didn't. But if anybody caught this, and I caught it, I think there, I think they were. it was the insinuation at the end, if you watch it, they do a shot of the roof. And there's a guy from the back, you know, bald head, kind of looks like, kind of could could be, could be Pac looking down. It's very quick. You got to you got to really look at it. If you, if you watch it on like YouTube or, or or find it online, you'll see what I'm talking about. They do like this roof shot where it's like the Pepsi halftime show, da 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 da. And there's it's this bald headed cat, and he's like looking down in the stadium, and they fade out. So maybe that was their salute to Pac, in addition to playing uh, a couple chords of I Am Mad at You. It would have been cool if they could have did a hologram or something when they did California Love since he was on that record. You know, it was him and Dre, but we got to take what we can get. So that's all I got for the Alex B Podcast. Next week, I'm going to be on a podcast out in St. Louis called the St. Louis... I got to make sure I get this right because otherwise these guys are going to be listening to me and call me a fucking hack. Um, It's called the St. Louis Chat Show Podcast. Next week, I'll be on there. We're going to be talking about Lynn Dickey's. Anybody that knows anything about St. Louis, uh, 90s, Lynn Dickey's was the corner 20th of Market uh, right across from Maggie O'Brien's at Union Station. Uh, one of these guys used to come there all the time. I was the DJ there. So we're going to talk some, we're going to dish some dirt. We're going to do some behind the music stuff. So I'll let you guys know exactly when it's going to air. Uh, I believe we're recording it on Monday. 
and then it's going to air sometime next week. So I'll definitely keep you abreast on it. Because I've never been interviewed. It's always me doing all the talking or me, you know, getting miles on there. So it's going to be really interesting uh, for people to pick my brain about the Lynn Dickey's era. So give a listen to that. Remember, uh, Facebook, Instagram, Twitter, and TikTok, you can find the Alex B. Podcast. I'd love to hear from you, see you, or whatever. And uh, another episode coming up this week. I'm not sure when. I'm not sure when. But one will be coming up soon. Uh, thanks for listening to the Alex B. Podcast. I'm out. Snoop Dogg and D.I. D.I. Guess who's back? Steve. Still doing that shit, Andre? Oh, for sure. Yeah. Check me out. It's still Trey Day. A.K. Though I've grown a lot, can't keep it home a lot. Cause when I frequent the spots that I'm known to rock, you hear the bass from the truck when I'm on the block. Ladies, they pay homage, but haters say Trey fell off. How my last album was The Chronic They wanna know if he still got it They say rap's changed They wanna know how I feel about you it you ain't up on pace Dr. Dre is the name I'm ahead of my game Still puffing my leaf Still with the beats Still not loving police Still rock my khakis with a cuff and a crease Still got love for the streets Reppin' 213 Still the beats bang Still doing my thing Since I left ain't too much change Still I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still Hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still Taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still Hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still Taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. Since the last time you heard from me I lost some friends Well, hell Me and Snoop, we dipping again I Kept my ear to the streets Signed Eminem He's triple platinum Doing 50 a week Still, I stay close to the heat And even when I was close to defeat I rose to my feet My life's like a soundtrack I wrote to the beat Street rap like Cali weed I smoke till I'm asleep Wake up in the AM Compose a beat I bring the fire till you're soaking in your seat It's not a fluke, it's been tried, I'm the truth Since turn out the lights from the world-class wrecking crew I'm still at it, after mathematics In the home of drive-bys and agmatics Swap meets, sticky green and bad traffic I dip through, then I give you the D.R.E. I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. I'm representing for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. It ain't nothing but mohawk shit Another classic CD for y'all to vibe with Whether you're cooling on the corner with your fly Lay back in the shack, play this track I'm representing for the gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl I'll break your neck, damn near put your face in your lap Try to be the king, but the ace is back So you ain't up on things Dr. Dre be the name, still running the game Still, got it wrapped like a mummy Still ain't trippin', love to see young blacks get money Spend time out the hood, take their moms out the hood Hit my boys off with jobs, no more living hard Barbecues every day, driving fancy cars Still gon' get mine regardless I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets, it's the D.R.E. I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still, taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. I'm representin' for them gangsters all across the world Still, hitting them corners and them lolos, girl Still,
taking my time to perfect the beat And I still got love for the streets It's the D.R.E. Like that? Right back up in you Nine, five plus four pennies Add that shit up D.R.E. Right back up on top of things Smoke some with your dog No stress, no seeds, no stems, no sticks Some of that real sticky, icky, icky Ooh-wee Put it in the air Air, air Boy, use a fool, D.R.E. 